0: Hello and welcome to the JNM podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and anything in between. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Uh, If you're coming back, uh, welcome and hope you're doing well. Before I get into any details, I would like to welcome back my guest, Jennifer Chen.
1: Hi. Well, (laughs) I just kind of throw it off. My name has an A in it. (laughs) Oh, I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's Jennifer Chan. <laughs> like Jackie Chan. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Hi, hi, everybody. <laughs> My name is Jennifer Chan. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about the 2006 romantic comedy film Priceless. Uh, it's a French film directed by Pierre Salvadori, and it's written by Salvadori and... The annoying Gra- Griffin, Griffin? Graffin? Yeah, Graffin. Graffin. It's about a shy young hotel worker who's mistaken for a millionaire by a beautiful seductress. When the lady discovers his true identity, she abandons him only to find that the guy has no intention of letting her get away.
0: Uh, we received information from Wikipedia, IMDb, and Samuel Goldwyn Films. So do you want to, like, talk about the cast, like, who is what?
1: Sure. Andrie, uh, Tatu Toto, uh, uh, she played Irene Mercier, and she was in Amelie, Dirty Pretty Things, The Da Vinci Code, and A Very Long Engagement. God um, Malay was the other protagonist, and he played Jean Simon, and he's a big comedian, in france uh and he's basically the french version of jerry seinfeld he was in comedians in cars getting coffee as a guest and he was also the french voice of group for the despicable me franchise which i was pretty shocked i was like oh cool like he he did dubbing too yeah i didn't know that but when we look up the movie to watch nick was like oh this guy's like a super famous comedian like he's the shit yeah
0: like he just became famous like in american culture like i think when he was in Communes and cars getting coffee because that's when like uh jerry seinfeld who hosts the show was like being like hey you're the french version of me and then he was like yeah like you know (laughs) (laughs) he's really funny Yeah, and then he was, like, talking about, like, his, like, childhood, how, like, his father would wait until the car almost runs out of gas to go get gas, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, he would continue, like, um, driving until, like, the car's about to run out of gas, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then he did, I think he, like, talked about other things, but I don't remember, but it's, I think it's, during the second or third season of uh, the comedians and cars getting coffee but it's on netflix if you want if you guys want to look it up
1: marie christine adam she played madeline uh she was in the french kiss and the divorce and she reminds me a lot of helen hunt (laughs) oh really (laughs) yeah i was like who does this woman remind me of and have you ever seen the movie what women want Uh, yeah. With Mel Gibson. Yeah, she is exactly that person. But it's... (laughs) And Helen Hunt was in that movie. (laughs) And, like, their face, the facial structure, and, like, the way they act is totally the same. Yeah.
0: I mean, for me, she kind of reminded me of, like... I don't remember any famous person, but she just reminds me of, like, the people I encounter whenever I go to, like, Beverly Hills or, like... (laughs) Or like Mar Vista, like the fancier part of Mar Vista, you know, well, where it's yeah. like they're all on a whole new level of like, oh, like I'm an upper class, you're this, let's do this type of thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Vernon, Duchef,
0: is Jacques?
1: And he was in The Spot Who Loved Me. Oh, that's why
0: he looks familiar. Yeah. yeah. I think he played the um, the Crusader, the the ghost that they interact with during the climax. In Indiana
1: Jones? Yeah,
0: I think he was wasn't he? Or was that like a totally... Yeah,
1: maybe. Because
0: he looks familiar. That face that the Crusader had, he looks similar to Jacques.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Okay. Um, and he was also in Before Sunset. Uh, and Jacques Spicier <laughs> is G. He played G. And uh, he was also in The Four Musketeers and Ariane. So, in terms of the backstory, uh, I couldn't find
0: a lot about this film, so I kind of winged it. <laughs> So the film was shot in Hotel du Palais Biarritz. Is that? Okay. Uh, And it's the first hotel uh, at the beginning of the movie. And then they were also in the Monte Carlo Hotel, uh, which is the second one that they um, stayed in. And they also have been shot in uh, parts of Biarritz uh, and Nice. Uh, in France uh, according to the director uh, the film was inspired by the 1961 uh, Blake Edwards film breakfast at Tiffany's
1: I totally thought that because in the beginning you know all the shots were it was like um, the diamonds and the shoes and the glamour like it was all very breakfast at Tiffany's oh yeah
0: like I haven't seen breakfast at Tiffany's but I could <laughs> deb- I know that i'm really bad movie. yeah <laughs> i'm really bad at this
1: That's such a good movie
0: i know i keep wanting to watch it but it's like for some reason because it is based off of like a truman capote uh, novel and i want to read the novel before i watch this yeah it's like i don't know if it was like exactly like what the book was but it did state that it was based off of the book, but I don't know. Like,
1: Well, let me tell you. <laughs> that movie, before I watched it, everybody was like, you need to watch this movie because you're basically the girl. <laughs> so then I watched the movie and I was like, "All right, I need to get my shit together, okay? <laughs> she literally has a like, cat that she like feeds from time to time, like randomly from a suitcase or something. Like really obscure. And I was like, you know, I'm pretty sure I did this at some point. <laughs> like it's basically how I treat my cat. I don't abuse my cat. My my cat is very well fed because I stopped I I got him an automatic feeder so I wouldn't have this problem.
0: <laughs> hey, this was like in the 1960s, so they didn't have automatic theater. So
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the development of the film started when the director and his script writer Benoit and they were basically talking to each other being like oh we should do another comedy together because they did a comedy before this film as they were discussing they were like asking each other what worried them and apparently one of the was triumph of Uh, practicalism over everything and how pessimism can tilt us to be skeptical and once they kind of got that whole like theme going then they created Irene who is a character fixated by a particular item about happiness which is basically luxury items and you know living in like hotels while Jean, who is bewildered and shy um, to the point of submission. And then Pierre also stated that this film is a comedy about class struggles because there's like the point with like Madeline and Jacques can like just basically cut both Jean and Irene off with like the flick of the wrist type of thing. And they're also known for like controlling others. Like it doesn't really state what job they're you know they do like for a living but they can they have like a type of like class level where it's like they can like you know just control anyone basically
1: right like they're the people who get the invitations to like yeah the the year in paris
0: yeah he also stated that him and Benoit wanted to avoid the illusion, the elusive solution that love save Irene and Jean. They feel love is on- the only outlet when faced with pressure of the world. Uh, and then instead he states that Irene's jealousy is what saved her. Because like when she starts seeing that Jean is also at like her level, uh, then she started to fall in love with him. And then, oh, an actress uh, and singer, Marie Laforette, say that she was approached for the role of Madeline. Uh, However, the role uh, went to Marie-Christine Adam after the casting director insists for her to audition. The film starts with Jean working as a waiter, Barman, dog walker, bag handler for this like luxury hotel in France. Uh, One night while working at the bar, he accidentally falls asleep on the couch only to uh, be woken up by uh, Irene, uh, who is a beautiful woman who convinces wealthy man to fund her lavish lifestyle in exchange for companionship and sex. Uh, So she comes to the bar after her boyfriend gets drunk and falls asleep on her birthday. (laughs) And when she wakes Sean up or sees him, she thinks him as like a millionaire because he has like a cigar and then he's like on like one of the lounges. So... She also, like, figure like, oh, yeah, the barman is absent, like, weirdly. So then she's, like, oh, make me a cocktail. So then he's, like, trying to be all cool. Like, it's like, yeah, I'm going to make you a cocktail. (laughs) And instead of correcting her, he just, like, goes with the flow. Uh, And after several cocktails, so to go to um, the Hotel Imperial Suite, where they spend the night together... Uh, by the time Jean wakes up in the morning, Irene is gone and nowhere to be seen. So one year later, Irene returns to the hotel with Jacques, uh, who asked her to marry him. Now, I know that like in the scene, like, he kind of was saying like, this is like a birthday gift or something, right?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: And then when um, Jean sees her, Uh, he basically like starts like taking off like his like uniform or like adjusting it to make him look like oh he's like one of the guests (laughs) and like it's a funny experience because like one of the guests like like snaps his fingers like for jean and then he's like kind of like pointing at him you know
1: (laughs) yeah
0: uh so the two later meet up at the bar later that night and the two sleep together however Jacques spots Irene and Jean at the bar and breaks off the engagement the next day and cuts Irene off financially. Irene then takes her luggage and returns to Jean claiming that she loved Jacques for him which is also like a funny moment like do you have any like comment about it?
1: Um I thought it was awfully shallow. (laughs) She'd just be like, Well, as soon as this guy got rid of me, I'm gonna go and like seduce this other guy so I can get what I want.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree too. Like, I mean, yeah, it is shallow, but it's still like kind of funny. It's almost like kinda like that whole like dramatic irony where it's like we know that Jean is not like a millionaire and then irene is like oh okay i'm gonna go to him too
1: <laughs> i mean it's true that like in her situation yes i guess that's like sur- her survivalist mode right it's like in order for her to survive like this is what she's known right it's, yeah like, just go to these guys she thinks have money yeah for them to help her
0: oh yeah and then um the funny part was like before she Uh, comes Jean is like kind of like getting the bed ready for like the guests to come and then she just comes in like undresses and then goes back to bed (laughs) so then he's like oh crap like (laughs) yeah so however they are caught by I'm assuming like American guest and a staff in the suite causing Irene to basically just Uh, get her dress back together and then basically leaves Uh, once like she finds out that jean is actually a barman and a hotel worker Uh, so irene spends the rest of the day calling past lovers only to find out the men are either dead married or have moved on which is kind of funny because one of the people who she finds out that is dead like it's actually his grandson that call that answers the phone and so she like flips with him being like
1: oh like are you available (laughs) like I thought uh, that was funny yeah I also was like if she was with Jacques the whole time my first thought was if she was with him the whole time like for the past like two to three years like how old are these contacts (laughs) I know like I don't know because it's like Or was she just, like, compiling them along the way, like, while she was with Jacques, you
0: know? Yeah, that is true. Like, I don't know, like, when she started doing this whole, you know, career as, like, a gold digger. I mean, I'm not, I'm trying not to be, like, offensive or anything, but, you know.
1: I mean, she is a gold digger. Okay, okay. There's, like, no better way to say that.
0: Okay, I just didn't want to be rude or, like, put down, like, other women type of thing you know but yeah like I like it doesn't really explain when she started doing this career true so I don't know maybe like she kind of was like dating people before she met Jock Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know I don't know like it doesn't really explain but it is interesting that she had like a black book of like all of her (laughs) all the men that she's interacted with
1: yeah, in the past X amount of years.
0: Yeah. Because, like, I think, like, maybe in my opinion, she's like, what, like, maybe 25 to 28. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yeah, something like that. I'd say either mid 20s or like, like, verging on late 20s, but definitely not like in her like 30 Oh, no. Like, late thirty forties, yet.
0: Yeah. Uh, so she manages to get uh, one of her former lover's grandson to have dinner with her however he panics when he sees jean standing outside in the restaurant (laughs) Uh, which is like kind of because like he is like kind of like looking from like one place to another trying to look for her and then when jean finds irene at the restaurant he's like oh like I found you <laughs> <laughs> trying to like think like, Oh, like she'll still like come back to me, not realizing like what her, what she actually does for a living.
1: Right. Like he went to every single bar, I think, in in Nice or wherever she moved on to. Yeah. He's kind of really uh, ungrateful. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh,
0: With Jean not leaving Irene alone, she makes him spend basically his entire money, like both his like bank account and then his savings and like retirement account for her food, hotel room and clothing uh, over the course of two days when Jean only has one euro to his uh, name he basically asked her for 10 more seconds to look at her before she leaves um and it's like it's i would say like it's kind of like a moment like that irene realized that oh like he actually likes me
1: that was such a romantic moment that was like the moment in like the every single romantic comedy moment where he's like but I, I need to love you some more. I need to like be who you are. Yeah. And, and
0: he has like those okay. very like like amazing eyes. That's so like
1: he. <laughs> <eyes>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cause like what? They're like green or like like um, Blue, gray? gray? Yeah. Like they're like very striking I feel eyes. Like
1: the women in Gatsby, the Grey Gatsby, where Charlotte says that every. Every girl in the world wants a man to look at her that way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, it was, like, a really, like, interesting moment. And then there's also a moment before that when, like, she sees, like, a pastry that she wants to have, but he doesn't have enough money. And, like, she kind of has, like, that moment where she's like, wow, I'm really fucking this guy over, you know? It's, like, a little moment. I mean, she still, like, goes and has him, like, buy a cake for her, but.
1: But he, like, that's the whole, you know, like, she just has so much character progression that she needs to get to, because he, like, the whole time is just, like, this great guy who's, like, pursuing this girl. He looked at her the way all girls want to be looked at, you know, like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so she's like, God damn it, he's poor. <laughs>
1: yeah. We, we
0: all have a friend who's living <laughs> yeah <laughs> so anyways uh when john comes back to the hotel he tries to pay the hotel bill however he can't afford it i guess like basically all of his savings is taken so the hotel uh clerk calls um for the police however this wealthy widow named madeline takes care of the bill in exchange for his companionship which i would say that this is like the funniest moment for me is when she's like, oh, I have a bag to be.
1: <laughs> and, then <laughs> and then it's the tiniest gift bag in the entire world. I, like, I looked away for a second and I turned back, but I like, heard it and I was like, where's the bag? <laughs> and I just saw him holding like this tiny, tiny little jewelry bag. And I was like, she needed help to carry this tiny ass little bag. Yeah, because,
0: like, I guess it's, like, kind of, like, a callback to the day before, where, when he was going up the elevator, like, going to the elevator to, like, meet up with Irene, like, he hears the bell ring, and then he immediately went to pick up her bags, but then realized, like, oh, I'm not a hopper, like, <laughs> so they, like, awkwardly like puts it down and just like keeps walking to the elevator so i think it was a callback to that that she was like oh i need a bag to be carried <laughs>
1: that was hilarious
0: so later that night uh jean wakes up uh in the like in the middle of the night and Has plans to just leave uh, the hotel, like just pack up all of his stuff and then just leave. However, he finds Irene with another man named Gil. Is that how you say Gil?
1: Jeez, Jeez, her, yeah, Jeez. Okay, (laughs) it's it's a J in the movie. (laughs) Oh, Jeez. Oh, Jeez. Okay. Like I think it's both the G, but it's like pronounced J.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay got it uh he's sad and like kind of like hides like when they're coming in but then there's like a moment that he was about to leave but then he decides to like go back to madeline's room and then the next day he bumps into irene uh during breakfast and it's like kind of like a comical moment where she's just, just like completely like okay like i've moved on and then the you minute get away
1: from me, like stop stalking me like, yeah. you need to, like get your shit together and he's like no i'm doing my own thing
0: yeah and then like he ends up like she finds out that he's actually her but like a male version <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this awkward moment where he's like trying not to look you know like turn around but then he's, like, trying to, like, have a connection with Madeline, and then he hears, like, waiter, and then he immediately gets up, but then he's, like, oh, I'm not a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: thought that was funny. Every single time, like, somebody would, like, shop for a name, or he would, like, pick up luggage, like, yeah, simultaneously, because he just, like, has that muscle memory to do it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then, like Madeline thinks, like he's like having like a panic attack or like is like nervous for something. And he's like, "Oh no, I'm totally fine. I'm totally
1: fine. I'm all good."
0: And then he's like, weirdly trying to be comfortable. Like (laughs) he's like, "Okay, which arm should I put on the table?" He's like, "Okay," like kind of like awkwardly (laughs) trying to be comfortable. Uh, So when Madeline uh, takes John to on, like, a shopping spree, uh, Irene spots him in the changing room as she's also on a shopping spree with Jill's. Uh, before uh, Jean wraps up, Irene offers him the same euro that he gave her for ten more seconds, uh, which is also, like, another callback to, like, what happened before, but it's, like, a little bit different because she wanted him to zip up her dress and then, like, you know.
1: It's funny how the Euro changes value. Like in the beginning, it's a euro asking for love. Now it's like a euro. In this instance, it's a euro asking for friendship, right? Because it, after that moment where she hands him back the euro, asking him to like just talk to him some more to be his friend, right? They launch into sort of like a um, like a symbiotic relationship, right? Like she's helping him get more things he's like playing along like they're they're forming like this deeper connection and this friendship where they're like exploring how to manipulate society
0: oh yeah
1: (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i agree like i i didn't realize like for the second time that you know when for the 10 more seconds that it was more of like a friendship like being like okay like I like what you're doing (laughs) even though like it's kind of what I'm doing but it's like okay I'm gonna help you out I'm gonna like train you of how to be like look at
1: this girl she has no friends like everybody in her life is like somebody she's trying to get something out of right so she's never had just like a normal friend which is I think why this is more of like uh, a character growth moment for her you know yeah, because
0: I think, like, once she realized that he's also in the same situation as her, that she's, like, okay, like, I'll help you out because I want you to also be Succeed. successful. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he he's, like, he has no money now.
1: Right. So, yeah, like. But I think part that. of, like, their uh, their relationship, like, how it progressed was, like, through this like mentoring where like she was able to teach him something and then like then through that like they are becoming friends more. You know like um what's that movie? Failure to launch with uh, Sarah Jessica Parker? Oh yeah. She talks through like how to um, how to like get a guy to move forward in his life and like what I've done is for him to be able to help her, right? Like that's always something that's a like a quite a general trope, right? Is in yeah. order for somebody to press, they need to help somebody else. <laughs> or they need to be helped. They need to have both. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what happens with Irene, right? She's, like, helping him, and then he's helping her. So in that way, they're able to sort of foster their connection.
0: Oh, yeah. So later, I'm assuming later that day, um, he spots her um, on the balcony, because, like, the way that it's set up they the hotel is almost like a perpendicular building um so he's on one side of the building and then she's on the other side and they're kind of like at the same level so he spots her because like he's like cleaning up from breakfast and then when he notices her he just immediately throws a towel and is like okay i'm cool look at me I'm looking at like, and then he's like look at this view. This <laughs> like, my view. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Everything that the sun touches that I can see is mine. <laughs> yeah, so
0: then she's like oh come over and that's when like she's like kind of like teaching him like the tricks. And one of them was to manipulate Madeline uh to get him what he wants. And it's this whole like this like silent treatment but then also saying something but not finishing it so she she says like oh just say this
1: it's literally like leading somebody on right yeah it's when you start a sentence like when you say oh i'd like to uh i want to you know it kind of like leaves them yeah so then they like want you more like in general makes mystery makes people want you more
0: oh yeah and then they just want you to finish the sentence and then they're like oh no it's I don't want to say it but then they end up I can't like yeah. I "Can't I <laughs> the next day uh, Madeline forces John to have plastic surgery on his ear
1: oh my god <laughs> <He's flirting laughs> she by. tricks him that's like the worst thing she's like oh it's like when you tell a kid you're gonna go get ice cream and you take them to the doctor <laughs> yeah So that he becomes
0: becomes upset and then performs the trick that Irene told him. So this causes Madeline to be like, okay, we're going to take you to the jewelry store. So then he he goes and she buys him a 30,000 euro watch, which is like has like diamonds and like very, very gaudy. And then the funny part was, like, later that night, he wanted to show Irene without, like, being like, hey, Irene, look what I got. So he asks Jills if he can, like, have, you know, offer him, like, a lighter to light his cigarette. So then he does it, and he flicks his wrist to show the watch, <laughs> and then Irene just chokes on her, like, wine. Like, oh, my God.
1: But, okay, I feel like this is the part where she's like, oh, my God, you're as good as me. Like, you're almost better at what I do than what I, like, what I'm able to, like, be capable of, yeah. right? Because she didn't teach him the silent treatment thing. She only t- taught him, like, the, you have to, like, leave them guessing with, like, half a sentence, right? Yeah. Like, and as soon as, like, Madeline tricked him into getting the plastic surgery in the car, he just, like, looked out the window and, like, gave her, like, <laughs> total cold shoulder. Yeah. He really made her, like, go, oh, I fucked up. Like I need to like really repent for my sins and get him something nice.
0: Yeah. And then um they even like meet up like in the restroom uh or like the powder room. And like I was like, like little girls, they're like, ooh, yeah, they're like, me it. It. Ooh, what did I get? <laughs> and then the funny part was that when uh Jean leaves to go back to uh Madeline like, Irene, like, takes
1: her watch and, like, smashes it so she could also get a fancy watch. (laughs) Right, because that's what happened in the beginning, was that Jean was, like, had the watch because Madeline was like, you need to be on time for this, 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 and this, and Irene was like, she can't tell you when to be where, like, she can't have that kind of control in your life, she just, like, smashes his watch, and he's like, what? And then she's, like, forced to kind of buy him that new watch. Uh, Ah, yeah, yeah. Like, now Irene's like, well, Fuck, like, if I just smash my watch,
0: just get me a watch. Oh, yeah. So, uh, during dinner, Jean leaves the table twice. First, it was to show Irene the watch and then also prank call Jill's when Jill's and Irene go upstairs to their room. Um, So then Malin takes notice and is like, what were you doing? Like, you can tell me. Kind of like being like, I'm not going to be mad, but really is going to be mad at him. Yeah. So then he tries the silent treatment again, but then she stops him because she knows that he's playing a game. Yeah. yeah. And basically threatens to cut him off if he continues doing that. So then he then... Does he does this is the ultimate move. <laughs> yeah, he like removes the watch, places it on the table and leaves. But then the next day he comes back with the watch and a scooter, along with like a suit and everything.
1: This is like, this is the lesson that this movie teaches all young girls, is to just play hard to get. Because like, essentially, that's how you get things in this world, and that's not good, but that's the way it is currently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or just people generally. I guess, I mean, this movie shows the guys can do it, too. I mean, anyone can I think do that's it. how Playboys get through life, right? Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm not like playing hard to get. Yeah. It's like really like mysterious and so much to hide. Oh, I have a cold, hard, tormented past. Yeah. You can't guess what's under this hard exterior. Let me tell you it's blood and bones and fat.
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> and, like, membranes and, like, protons and neutrons. Yeah, we really want to get
1: into this. There's proteins, hemoglobin, <laughs> mitochondria, yeah. electrons, nucleus.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So then, um, like, he meets up with Irene. Like, I'm assuming it's, like, this kind of, like, cafe or, like, lunch place. And he, he is like, he drives up in the scooter and then, um, sorry, Irene is like, oh, let's like go to the beach and like, you know, hang out, like have fun. So then she goes to the restroom to freshen up. But then when, when she comes back out, she notices Madeline is now with Jean and then just causes her to just leave the restroom restaurant without like saying goodbye or anything
1: that moment was really sad though because like they couldn't predict that madeline was gonna show up you know oh yeah jean was like oh yeah like let's go to the beach and then like i guess madeline like drove by and like saw him so she stopped at the cafe so you know it was just kind of like this sad moment where it's like these like these two young lovers are gonna go and like do something fun together but then like the woman of power has stepped in and now like their fun is ruined it's like when your like mom shows up at your friend's house and you're like <laughs> oh, i gotta go home
0: yeah yeah it's like and the way that they shot it was really good because they had it to where it was with um irene and the restroom like she's like putting lipstick on and then we follow her uh just to only focus on her and like her smile went from like happy and then she immediately, you know, like was sad and then she just kept walking. And then the camera like just pans to uh, Madeline and Jean. So it was a really good shot in the way that they
1: had it that I really liked. Yeah, it makes the audience like f- like feel for I mean. And also oh. for, uh, for Jean, because like when they pan to... To Jean and Madeline, you know, he's kind of upset because he's like, oh, this isn't how I planned it. This yeah. isn't what I wanted. Yeah.
0: So uh so then they try to, you know, go to the beach again, but later that night. So uh, Jean is downstairs, like by his scooter, like have like all the towels and he's ready and waiting. Yeah. And then Irene like tells Jill's like oh let's like go to bed early. Let's play
1: this game called going to
0: bed early. <laughs> yeah but then he has a hard time going to bed so he then. He- right right
1: we should go to bed but then he starts asking her all these questions and he's like so how did you grow up like tell me about your life right now your whole life story. Yeah let's just talk until the sun comes up. <laughs> So then like I I think like after a few
0: times like she was like fuck it and then just kisses him and then they didn't show it but it's like the way that it implies is that she basically has sex with him so that it causes him to fall asleep and then once he falls asleep then she leaves um, for uh, Jean However, the two end up falling asleep on the beach and then waking up to John's alarm because apparently he brought an alarm with him. I guess it's like to make sure that he is like in the hotel like when Madeline wakes up. So uh, later that day, John and Madeline are at the poolside while Irene joins them, but she goes on the other side of the pool. So then Madeline... Notices Jean like looking at Irene and checking her out. So then she's like, Oh, can you get me this book that's like in the hotel room? (laughs) So he goes to the room, but then Irene follows him and basically tells him that she had an amazing time. But then she's sad because she's like, Oh, I'm going to depart for Venice in the evening. And tells him that he's not coming back, and it's kind of like a very sad moment. That's like, oh my god, like they're this is their last me.
1: moment together.
0: Yeah, exactly. So then the two kiss, but just as they're about to kiss, Madeline comes in. So they immediately go to the balcony and kiss. However, Jills is on the balcony <laughs> trying to look for Irene and sees her with Jean. So he's pissed off and basically he like leaves irene uh at the hotel with nothing but like her swimsuits and a sarong that she had
1: yeah it's kind of true that she gets screwed over like a lot like, she got screwed over by jacques and by gilles but it is because like you can see that she wants to pursue the things in life that matter right like jean like her actual like love somebody she has a connection with, yeah, who's her age, you know, <laughs> who kind of has the same like mindset as her. Because like, to be honest, like she she's with these guys who yes they're older but they also have nothing in common with her. Like no, like they're, <laughs> they are they, they don't from have different... the same interests at all. Yeah, they Not come foundationally. From...
0: Yeah, they come from like different generations. Like she grew up like what like maybe in the 70s and 80s and they grew up in like maybe the 50s and 60s so it's like
1: very different era right but even if like like I agree that I think that there are older people who are still very young at heart you know oh yeah I think those people can like have uh significant others who are like like quite a bit younger than them because like they still have like same similar interests and similar lifestyles but and like you know vice versa like some young people are like just old souls and so they get along better with people who are older but like the guys she goes for are just totally different from her like there's just no way in hell she's ever gonna be happy
0: oh yeah they're pretty boring because all they do is they all
1: fall asleep at like eight (laughs) and she's always trying to like get a drink at the bar like yeah yeah if you wanted to fall asleep after taking a bath and like then that guy would be perfect for you but this isn't the one.
0: Oh no no she wants to like have fun and she wants to right. like you know explore life and then they're like
1: you need to have like a fun guy <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so basically jean finds out and He goes to pick up her luggage that's, like, in, like, this locker room, like, I think nearby, like, a train station, Um, and then he later um, sells his watch to buy Irene a week's stay at the hotel and also an evening gown. Um, So when he's with Madeline, because they kind of, like, go to this, like, seating area, like, by the pool, but it's, like, in... Like
1: a restaurant. It was a restaurant, like... In yeah. ...in the
0: pool. Yeah. So, they're there, and then Irene is still, like, by the pool, and this is where she, like, finds out that she... Uh, that she got a room for, like, a week from Jean. Right. Uh, so, when Madeline notices that uh, Jean doesn't have his wash, she becomes upset, but then he gives her... Um, like a pair of earrings as being like oh like I actually wanted to give you something in return like I didn't want you to he always he really
1: knows how to play the game oh yeah I will say that because she was like you didn't have any money and all you had all in the world that you loved was this watch and you gave it up just so I could have earrings like he really knows how to make a girl feel special oh yeah <laughs> Dangerous tool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so weird because it's like he only got like some like kind of like tips from Irene, but for some reason, like he, he did not get tips like this. You know,
1: it's because he has heart. It's because he's like he's considerate. Like those yeah. people get the farthest in the world. Like the people who like really know how to like listen to other people, you know, and hear what they're actually saying. Because like. Madeline, yeah, like the whole time she just wants companionship, right? That's what she's paying him for. But really she just wants somebody to care about her. Yeah. Cause that she was a widow, you know, like she she just misses her husband. She just misses the feeling of like being fond over.
0: Yeah, and I think that it was like I guess like her kind of like moment where like, you know, her goal in life, like after her the passing of her husband was like to have that love be sent back to her and I think this was like her moment because then she was like, oh my god like you know I'm s- like I'm so glad that you did this like you know like she didn't ask for it but then she kind of felt like that she wanted but that's to- why she
1: loved it so much just because she didn't ask for it it was just something he thought of on his own he was like oh if I sell my watch I can like, give her these earrings but it was really more selfish for him because he was like i need to sell my watch to get irene a place to stay and as a side thing so madeline won't be upset like he had forethought he he knew that like madeline would see his watch was missing so he, he also had to get something for his like, side girl yeah because <laughs> in his mind irene's the main girl even though madeline's the one who's his income flow yeah
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so later that evening um like all three go to this like party that's also in the hotel or yeah right it's like in the hotel yeah the invitation uh, yeah and it's funny because um jean gives irene like the invitation that madeline had yeah. so i'm assuming that madeline was like no i had like an invitation like i don't know where you know i'm must have misplaced, it. and I'm assuming like someone like vouched in for her being like, Oh, yeah, she can come in,
1: right?
0: Uh, so, uh, when they're at the party, Irene spots Jacques with a new young girlfriend named Agnes. So, when Jean meets up with Irene, like in the dance floor area, she hatches a plan to win Jacques back. Uh, by having John pretend that he is like a prince for Agnes.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's kind of selfish because like she knows he's here with Madeline and she's still like, you need to help me. Like, that's what she said. She's like, I, I need to ask you a favor. You have to do it for me because Jack's here. And he, like it's kind of like emotional blackmail, you know, because he, he knows like he was someone responsible for like her and John having broken up in the first place and so now she kind of owes it to her to like help her get him back
0: yeah yeah i agree and then also it's like he kind of like still loves her so like he still wants to help her even right. though like it's for the wrong reasons
1: yeah aka sticking it to the man
0: yes <laughs> 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 so then uh when he's like you know kind of like boasting that he's a prince to agnes madeline finds him and basically dumps him on the spot uh because he was supposed to like get drinks but then like i'm assuming it's been like 30 to 40 minutes and then madeline's like you're here like you're with another woman <laughs> like i'm dumping you
1: well i mean i would say he quit like because she was she like gave him the chance right she was like yeah because like you were gonna get champagne for me and my friends so like you better show up with champagne in like two minutes right? you have two minutes and he was like i'm sorry i can't do that like i have to go to the hotel with this woman and right because that's yeah. what i think mean he was gonna do and she was like there's nothing i can do to stop you right because, like, Madeline still wants him in her life. Like, he just did that thoughtful thing with the earrings. And she was, like, I know I can, like, train this guy to, like, be my arm candy. But, you know, he's, like, no. Like, I need to do this thing for my girl.
0: Yeah, and I think it was, like, kind of, like, his, his like, breaking point with Madeline. Because, like, she keeps controlling him throughout this, the time that she's with him. And then this is him being, like, no, I you're not in control of me like yes like you're funding my lifestyle but i have my own life and yeah
1: this girl (laughs)
0: yeah and so he was like oh i'll give you back the scooter because he was like basically being like i'm not yeah so then she's like no you keep the scooter (laughs) and then just
1: well i think they left on a good note like controversially like because madeline was like you're not like the first and you're not going to be the last and then she was like but you deserve this scooter and because he she knows how good of a guy he is because the whole time he was like i'm sorry like i wish i could be better i wish i could just do this for you and she's like stop stop being so nice like you make it so fucking hard <laughs> yeah like it's <laughs> kind of like she's upset about him he doesn't that- want to be because he's such a nice guy
0: yeah so i think that's why she just like like, even though the, like, her demeanor seemed like that she hated him, like, she still, it's like, well, he's probably, like, a good guy compared to all you the... You
1: can't hate, like, a nice person.
0: Yeah, compared to, like, the past lovers that she's been with. True,
1: true, yeah. Um, but it's nice that she gives him the scooter back, where she's yeah. like, you can, you can, you're such a good guy, like, you should you deserve this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Jean um, goes to his hotel room... Uh, with Agnes while Irene goes uh, with Jacques however when Jacques is like talking to Irene and asking her what are her plans for the rest of the week kind of like you know making plans for each other she is too busy looking at Jean and Agnes like kind of like flirting like in their hotel room and then like the uh, blinds closing and everything So she was like, I'm sorry, like, I I can't do this. And then just basically takes off her heels and then just runs to Jean's uh, hotel room. And then there's like a moment where when she gets in the room, I'm assuming that they were about to have sex or because like she was, uh, Agnes was already like naked while Jean was like kind of like about to but like he still has his clothes on <laughs> you know
1: dressed, I'd say. <laughs>
0: yeah so um when irene uh, goes into the room like she's like oh i really like you like don't do this like stop it <laughs> and then she also tells agnes like oh no he's not a prince like just basically shuts this whole situation down and then agnes does the same thing that irene did in the beginning where she just basically gathered her items and then just leaves uh without any like you know any questioning or anything in that situation um so then uh she basically says like oh she did the same thing that whole like silent treatment being like oh i'd like I want, but then she ends up saying to kiss you and then they, two, the two kiss and then they basically like make out and then later, like in the morning, they basically, spend the night
1: together in this right Yeah, it's me.
0: like the way that they edit it, it seemed like that they're rolling in the bed and then it just seemed immediately cut to um, them leaving the That's hotel thing. room. Yeah. Right. Oh, I mean, the hotel building. Uh, and then they two ride off uh, to Italy on a scooter and then uses the euro coin uh, for the toll
1: fee. The same euro coin from earlier, because basically like they see the fee and, and she's like, come on, you got to pay it. And he's like looking for money and he finds like the one euro that they used in the beginning. Mm hmm. Yeah, and then
0: they just, like, throw it in there and then they just drive... Into the sunset. Yeah. (laughs) Sunrise. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the end of the film. Yeah, so what did you think about the film?
1: Well, I'm not going to lie. My favorite part was uh, at the party after Madeline and Jacques, like, end things. And we see uh, uh, Madeline and John. So we see Jean and Agnes walking right on the bottom terrace of the party. And on the top terrace, we see Irene and we see Madeline separated by like a pole. And both of them are just looking down at Jean and uh Agnes. But they're they're really looking at Jean and like they look at him because like they look at him the way that he looked at Irene earlier. Like in this moment, everybody is in love with him. Irene yeah. <laughs> She's, like, jealous. She sees him with Agnes, and she realizes, like, this is the guy I want. And Madeline sees him with Agnes, and she's, like, she feels, like, forlorn, and she's, like, I, I lost, like, this amazing guy, and I can't do anything to get him back because his heart is stuck on another person, you know? Yeah. Agnes just thinks he's a fucking prince, so she's, like, <laughs> but everybody loves him because he's, like, the good guy he's honest you know he's like charming he's he's always doing the considerate thing for for everybody else
0: yeah i think my favorite moments are like like just like the little funny bits like the one with like the small bag and then like just like jean like acting awkward like even with the watch like he was like kind of like posing with it. And it's just
1: funny. It's just, like, those little bits that I really like. I feel like you're quite a funny girl, though. I'm just a sucker for unrequited love. Yeah, Yeah, I'm over
0: here. It's like, I like the funny bits. And then you're over here. It's like, I love the love moments. I
1: love the part where everybody loves Sean because I love Sean too.
0: (laughs) I don't know. It's just, like, every every moment like there was like a purpose in like every yeah. moment like it didn't seem like there was like a scene that seemed like, like yeah or, or like oh they, they should have cut this like it just seemed like it was like really well done intentional. Um, yeah
1: yeah it was really intentional
0: um so what did you think about irene well
1: I didn't super love her in the beginning.
0: <laughs> yeah. But
1: I suppose that's the point of all movies is like character development and like how they progress. Uh, Cause by the end, like she was a lot better. Like she realized like money can't buy things and like Madeline also comes to the same realization, right? When she and John break up and she's like, my money can't buy even you. If not even my money which she has like the most money in the world yeah and it still can't buy him even though everybody wants
0: <laughs> yeah I think like with Irene like yes I didn't like her in the beginning but I really like kind of like the slight character changes of her like I really like the moment when when they're like, in this, like, shopping, like, little shopping area, and she sees, like, this, like, pastry place, and she's, like, oh, my God, like, they have, like, my favorite pastries, and then he's over here trying to figure out, like, how much money he has, and then it's that little moment of, like, her realizing, oh, wow, I'm really fucking him over, but, like, doesn't want to show it, but then she only shows it when he's not seeing her, you know?
1: And also she is everybody's inner child. Like everybody's inner child is just like wants the materialist things that they want or like the cake, you know. I mean, oh yeah. Like the cake, and the shoes, and the watches, and the pretty dresses. And yeah. she's like actually trying to pursue it not through the most moral methods but still. <laughs> yeah, like
0: I I just really liked the way that her character growth was. I um, did. Like, she grew a lot, which was good. Yeah.
1: Because I. I, like, I you're a lover, like a true lover.
0: Yeah, because I think, like, mainly, like, this film was mainly about her and her character growth. Like, yes, like, Jean was there, but I think it was more focused on her growth.
1: As far as growing, yeah, I think she grew the most because Jean was just a great guy the whole way through. Yeah. <laughs>
0: i also um i really i still love like the actress like i think like she did a really good performance
1: what did you think about jean i loved him (laughs) but i also do think that this comedian playing him was a really good casting decision like oh yes i agree funny right but most subtle of ways yeah i I think think he was his slight mannerisms and like (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think he was really good at like the timing. And I don't know if he got any direction from like the director uh, in terms of like, oh, like act like this, like, but I'm assuming that like, since he is a comedian, like Pierre was like, okay, like, you know, here's like the objection, go for it. Like, I mean, that's just like my opinion. And I feel that he did an amazing job, like, being, like, an awkward guy, but also, like, yeah. trying to be cool.
1: <laughs> but you can tell, like, this guy has like, he has soul, you know? You look into his eyes and he's like, I want, I want I know, to his I want eyes to with you. I want to listen to the words that you say and the, what your heart has to tell me.
0: Yeah, he's kind of like Humphrey so, Bogart, where... Mm -hmm. he acts with his eyes and I really I really like like that yeah yeah uh what did
1: you think about Madeline I kind of felt really bad for her because you know from her perspective like she just wanted like she just wanted somebody to love her (laughs) yeah and you know Jean was a really good guy and like he 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 could like give her some things you know he could like give her attention and he could give her his consideration but like in the end like he was just stuck on somebody else because this movie was really about like right Irene and and Jean and their relationship and I don't know it's kind of sad for Madeline because she also wasn't as horrible of a person as like Jacques and Gilles right like yeah for them like Jacques and Gilles like as soon as they saw the irene like liked somebody else they immediately got rid of her but madeline like the whole time knew he was kind of like had his heart set on somebody else but she still wanted to support him because she still like i mean yeah it was selfish in a way because she was like oh like he'll still give something back to me but at least she was helping him you know
0: yeah yeah i think like of like the three um rich people like i think she was like the only one that was smart. Like, you know, because like when uh Jean was playing the game and doing this whole like silent treatment. Like Wait, at first, like Yeah. Like at first, like she was like, Oh my god, like I hurt his feelings. But then when he did it again, she kind of like immediately was like, What are you doing? Like, don't play this game. So it's like at least like she wasn't like uh Jacques and Jill's where they just kind of Um,
1: yeah yeah,
0: they kind of just like you know just like give them whatever they want whatever Irene wants like at least with her like she kind of was like what are you doing and then also like I think like in my opinion like uh, when she breaks up with John like yes she was like upset and like she kind of was like playing off as like I'm upset with you but then like you could kind of tell that uh, she still loved him or like she still like liked the companionship that she had with him. So it's like it almost felt like that she was just playing off as like she was upset with him rather than being like, okay, yeah, like you can move on. Um, yeah.
1: She also knew there was nothing she could do, you know. Oh yeah, I feel like it's more sad than anything for me.
0: Yeah, I think like of the three, like rich guy, rich people, like I would say like her story, like is a bit sad, because it's like with Jacques and Jills, like if like they don't like Irene, they could just like you know, cut yeah, her off. You can
1: tell them that's not like they both of them just wanted arm candy, like they didn't want yeah. to care, care about them, right? Yeah, like they just wanted a person to go to parties with and to tell them that they're a good person, all of this stuff, right? To value love. Yeah. But Madeline wanted to have like a true connection with Jacques. Yeah. Which is why like, you know, they had this, they had a game. Like they had something to work with, you know, to make go up and down. Like Jacques and Jill's like they had nothing with Irene.
0: Yeah. Uh, so what did you think about Jacques and Jills now that we <laughs> brought them up uh
1: didn't really like them yeah <laughs> i thought that they were very base level characters not a lot of uh depth there
0: yeah same here like i felt like that they that pierre and benote um focus more on madeline's character uh than these two because it's like i think it's more of like like you said that they just wanted irene for arm candy like they didn't want to have like an actual relationship and even um irene stated for jill's like he has been divorced like four times and has like alimony with each of his wife so it's like she knows that he doesn't have that much money so it's it's not like that this will move on to like a relationship if that makes sense because he's like he, he's already pa- paying almo alimony right. for like four people so it's like he doesn't
1: I think mean was just using Jill's to like get to other parties where then she can meet somebody who's like a more lasting kind of sugar daddy for her
0: oh yeah yeah I think he she kind of realized that he was more of like a temporary person and I think like for Jacques like I think he may have like more money than Jill's. So I think she kind of was staying with him longer. Cause like they were going to get engaged. Mm-hmm. Like I think like the one year later moment. So yeah, who knows? Like I don't know how long they were together before the film started. Oh, um, yeah. So I'm in my opinion, I'm assuming that they've been together for like maybe two years, like at least. Something like that, yeah. So I felt like that he might have been like a CEO or like a business owner, you know? Yeah. Um, so she's like, yeah, like he's going to have money like no matter what. Like, you know. So yeah, I think that's it. Do you have any other comments?
1: No. I think that's it <laughs>
0: Okay. But yeah, uh, that's it for the episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening uh if you want to follow the podcast on instagram you could follow at j a n d m underscore podcasts uh you can also email us for any ideas suggestions or if you want to say hi scam free uh you could email us at j a n d m podcasts at gmail.com uh thank you again for listening and hope you come back next week bye
1: Bye.